We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. Welcome back to Dadpreneur Freedom. This is episode number four. Now, before we dive in and get into the content of this episode, if you missed any past episodes, make sure you check them out, www.adamdukes.com. I share all the past podcasts. I also blog over there, and I also share my YouTube videos. So I'm hitting the written content, the audio, and the video. Whatever way you like to consume content, I got you covered. I'm taking the Gary Vee approach with this content. Uh, Written word, audio, and video. It's all available for you at www.adamdukes.com. So today's episode, we're discussing something that holds back the far majority of people, and it's called imposter syndrome. And if you're not familiar with what imposter syndrome is, or maybe you've heard of it, it's doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like, why in the hell would anyone listen to me? Why in the hell would anyone buy from me? Why would they give me money for XYZ? Who can relate to this? Let's see a show of hands here. Like my favorite Michael Jackson song, You Are Not Alone. They estimate 70% of the population struggles with imposter syndrome. And not just the everyday people like you and I. Even the big, uh, the, the uber successful people, the Hollywood elites. Here's a couple of examples that I found on a quick Google search. Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, Ryan Reynolds, Lady Gaga, Tina Fey, Michelle Obama, Serena Williams, and Charles Schultz, the CEO of Starbucks. They're all open about their struggles with imposter syndrome. And I'm not saying they used to struggle with it and they got over it. You know, they've obviously, they're much better at managing it now, but they still struggle with it. Meryl Streep shared a story, I believe it was in 2002, when she won an Oscar. And I believe it was in her acceptance speech where she said, I don't feel like I deserve this. You know, she is the pinnacle of Hollywood actresses in the last 30, 40 years. I mean, she would be on the Mount Rushmore of Hollywood actresses in the last half century. She's been doing it for a long, long time. One of the best to ever do it. And she still struggles with imposter syndrome. So again, know that you're not alone. Every, everybody, not, not, I should say everybody, 70% of the population struggle with it. I struggle with it. I've gotten much better with it over the years. And in this episode, I'm going to give you three ways to overcome imposter syndrome. So number one is look at failures as lessons. And this is probably sounds cliche, but it's cliche for a reason because it's true. And I made this shift back in 2015 or 16, where I started looking at all my failures and there were a lot of them as 
what can I learn from this? What lesson can I take away from this? So last summer, I interviewed 50 dads about starting an online business or podcast. I put out a couple of TikToks and said, hey, dads, I'd love to jump on the phone. This is not some sales call in disguise or anything like that. I truly want to talk to you. I got some questions. I want to feel where you're at. And over about a four-month period, it took a while, I hopped on the phone and spoke with 50 different dads. And the conversations went anywhere from 20 minutes. Some of them went north of two hours. You know, one dad actually started crying on the call because we just... We started talking business, but man, did we start getting off into the weeds. We really started going down some rabbit holes. And and for a good thing, I'm not complaining about it, but there were a lot of other issues going on. And what I found out with talking to these 50 dads is us dads are so similar that we have so much the common struggles. And as men, we're too prideful, too much ego to admit it. And we think, oh, our situation or our circumstance is different. Or, you wouldn't understand. She She's a bitch or whatever it is. Mostly it's with the, with the partner. And you have to realize that there are hundreds, if not thousands of others of dads or men going through the exact same thing. You know, I go to a local thing at my local church. It's called Celebrate Recovery. And it's not just like drugs and alcohol rehab. It's that. It's gambling. It's just life's struggles. And it's a faith-based thing. Obviously, it's at the church and it's worldwide. And I go there and we meet in groups of probably anywhere from eight to about 20 men. I just go to men's life issues, just stress, anxiety, stuff like that. And it's so crazy to just hear some of the men's stories that they share and how I can relate to so many of them. And so again, you're not alone with whatever you're going through. Uh, that was kind of a getting off into the weeds about that. But back to the interviewing 50 dads, one of the most common things that, that held them back was the fear of failure. I would say at least 80% of them, if not 85 or 90%, that was one of their biggest roadblocks that they hadn't got started was because they feared failure. They feared either they would waste money or waste time. And I told them, unfortunately, it's going to happen. You know, I didn't blow smoke up their ass and say, oh, no, it's not going to happen. It's part of the process. You know, you're going to fail. Now, I can help you avoid some of those failures or maybe avoid some of the mistakes I've made, but you're going to fail and you have to get over that. And you can't build a business or a side hustle in being terrified of failure, but you really have to accept that failure is part of the process and look at the failures as lessons. You know, I became a single dad in June of 2018 and I, the lessons didn't appear that week or that month or even in 2019 or 2018, you know, some of the lessons appeared in 2019, more than a year later, you know, so that's sometimes it's going to take a long time for lessons to appear. So you have to understand that as well. Uh, I like to bring sports analogies because I'm just a huge sports fan. So Cooperstown is the Hall of Fame for baseball. If you hit 300, you're almost guaranteed to get into Cooperstown. Now, hitting 300 means you hit three times out of 10. From the non-math majors out there, that's 30%. In school, that is horrendous. You know, I, I, I know I had a couple 30% classes in college, and that's probably why it took me six years to graduate college. But anyways, 30%. And these guys are getting into the Hall of Fame, meaning they're the best of the best of the best baseball players to ever do it. And they're getting three hits out of 10, meaning they're getting out seven times. So that means they fail more than twice as many times as they succeed when they get up to the plate and they're getting into the Hall of Fame, the best of the best. So know that, look at the baseball players, the best of the best, they're failing twice as more than they're succeeding. Another couple examples, we'll keep it a sports theme, Kobe Bryant. His field goal percentage, meaning his baskets made in his entire career, whether it was a two-pointer or three-pointer, overall, his career field goal percentage is 44.7%. 
think he played 18 or 19 seasons, meaning he missed 55% of his shots. He made 45, about 45% if we round up. He missed more shots than he took. Now, if you watch ESPN or any of the highlights, Kobe Bryant looked like he made 95% of his shots because that's what we see. And it's very similar with social media. You know, you see all these people celebrating their wins, sharing their highlight reels, sharing all their successes. Very few people are going to reveal their failures. You're not going to see that. So it appears everyone's batting 900 out of 1,000, you know, on social media. So it makes it really hard. Another example, Michael Jordan, a perfect example. Arguably the best basketball player to ever do it. Uh, there's uh, maybe there's a little bit more debate lately, but uh, anyways, 49, he's made 49.7% of his shots. So he missed 50.3%. So he missed more shots than he took. I think he played 15, 14, 16 seasons, something like that. But again, Michael Jordan, the best to ever do it. He missed more shots than he took. Now, again, if you watch ESPN or any Michael Jordan highlights, it looked like he hit every game winner. It looked like he hit every shot. And I think with his game winners, I can't remember the stat, but his make of game winners compared to his misses, it's not even close. He missed like three, four, five times more than he made with his game winners. So again, know that the best of the best fail more than they succeed. It's going to be the same with you. It's getting okay with that. It's accepting that as part of the process. Uh, Number two is be a third grader teaching a second grader. Now this is a quote I came across from Sean D'Souza last summer. I've shared this quote. I'm not kidding over a hundred times with people. And it's such a powerful one to think about. And be a third grader teaching a second grader means you just have to be one step ahead of the person you're teaching. You don't have to be the best of the best. You don't have to be the top 10%, whatever you do. Hell, you don't even have to be the top 50% or the top 90% in whatever you do. You just have to be one step ahead of the person you're teaching or 10 steps ahead or 27 steps ahead. So that's a really, really powerful one. And I think it really helps that anytime I've shared it, I've seen other creators share it as well. They got it from me, you know, and they credit Sean. Like I said, I did not come up with this. Uh, I, I've heard of Sean. I don't even know who he is. I bought a course and they, the course was, I can't remember, the course was about email marketing. And I couldn't tell you a single thing about the course, but I could tell you that one quote. And that was worth the price of the course alone. Just that one quote, because it's such a powerful one. So be a third grader teaching a second grader. Number three is the last one here. Shift your perspective. This is something that I came up with um, over a couple of years ago. So there's 7.6 billion people in the world. I've been running Facebook advertising since 2012, so about nine years. Still to this day, 75, 80% of my ads still fail. After nine years of doing it, it's the 80-20 rule. You know, about 80% of my ads still fail. I'm just looking for those one or two, specifically that one, that's going to make up for all those eight losses. And if you talk to any Facebook or any online advertiser behind closed doors, they're going to admit the same thing, that 80% of their ads fail. It's all about putting ads out there, putting ads out there, but that can be very, very discouraging. So how I look at it is there's 7.6 billion people in the world. To be in the top 1% of Facebook advertising, am I, that 76 million would be 1%. Am I within the 76 million of best Facebook advertisers, most likely. There's not 76 million people that have run Facebook ads. I don't even know if there's 7.6 million people, which would mean I'm probably the top 1% of the top 1% advertisers on Facebook. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying to put it into perspective. Maybe you play guitar. Maybe you help people with confidence. Maybe you repaired your marriage or whatever it is. But look at it in that lens. There's 7.6 billion people. 
Are you as good as 76 million at whatever it is you do? Most likely you are, you know, meaning you're in the top 1% of the entire world. So another way to look at it is some stats that I found when publishing a podcast. So this is a perfect example. This podcast right here, I looked it up. There's 600 million blogs on the internet. There's 31 million YouTube channels and there's 2 million podcasts. 600 million, 31 million, 2 million podcasts. So I talk about starting a blog, a podcast, or YouTube channel. If you look at competition, podcast is the no-brainer. Wouldn't you say with only 2 million podcasts in the world? Here's the thing. 90% of podcasts don't get past episode number three. Episode number three. That means 1.8 million people quit before even reaching episode number four. Here's what's funny about that. I timed this perfectly. This is episode number four of Dadpreneur Freedom. I'm already in the top 10% of podcasts because I made it past episode three. I've been doing this a couple weeks. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this podcast. I'm learning as I go. I'm failing as I go and I'm learning. This is the second time I'm recording this episode because I didn't have the microphone plugged in. I'm learning, you know. So uh, back to those stats of the 200,000 podcasts that are left out of the the 90% that quit. So there's 200,000 left. 90% quit after 20 episodes. So to be in the top 1% of podcasts in the world, you only need to publish 21 episodes. Now, if you think about that, there's a lot of thoughts that come to my mind. It's sad. It's pathetic as a society that we throw in the towel so damn fast. I mean, three episodes, 90% of people can't make it past three episodes. That's really sad. So truly, my competition isn't the 2 million overall podcasts. It's the 20,000 who didn't quit. So again, Dadpreneur Freedom, episode number four. I'm raising my hands right now. I'm in the top 10% of podcasts in the world, and this podcast is a few weeks old. So something to consider, uh, but let's do a quick recap of all these to help you overcome imposter syndrome. Number one, look at failures as lessons. I, I promise you, they're, they're lessons. And what's really interesting is when I fail, I share my failures with others. I share them on this podcast. I share them on my YouTube channel. I share them with my email list. I share them on my website. I share them on social media because I feel... I learned from the failure and I feel I can help someone avoid that failure or maybe avoid that the mistake that I made, you know? So I kind of get, it's a win-win. I benefit from the failure and then I can also help other people benefit from the failure. Uh, number two, be a third grader teaching a second grader. You just gotta be one step ahead of whoever you're teaching. That's it. You don't have to be the best of the best of the best. There's always gonna be someone bigger, faster, stronger. It just You're not gonna be the best in the world at what you do. You just have to be one step ahead. And then number three is shift your perspective. With 7.6 billion people in the world, you're probably pretty damn good at what you do compared to the 7.6 billion. Know that, give yourself a pat on the back, Always strive to improve. I'm not saying you get complacent and settle or anything, but you're pretty damn good at what you do. You're better than you give yourself credit for. So give yourself a pat on the back. So those are three ways that I've used over the last several years to help me overcome imposter syndrome. I hope they can do the same for you. You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash YT. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off. 
You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash YT. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off.